hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to this uh, new episode of The Epic Life here with my brother, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing good, bud. How are you? Doing well, doing well. I was just thinking uh, what is a beautiful winter evening uh, today, but I think it's maybe it might still be in fall. Uh, either way. I don't know, dude. I mean, it, what, it snowed like three weeks ago. And but it's like 55 it's been, out it's now <laughs> in the middle of December. I'm like, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, at least out here in Kansas City. So wherever, I don't know who all the listeners are coming in from. But um, yeah, no, excited to get into today's episode. Uh, yeah, what are, we, what are we thinking today? We're talking about the idea of boldness and curiosity. Oh, I love that. And I think these are two really, they go hand in hand. Okay. And I think they're just really great components uh that if you're not already if you're not already like naturally pretty curious or 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 uh if you if you don't believe you're bold i think you're gonna really gather a lot of on the a lot of ideas on why this is why these two components are important oh yeah um because i think they really just strengthen your overall character you're gonna have deeper better connections uh you're gonna have better conversations um and you're gonna just at the end of the day you're gonna learn a lot more about yourself yeah i mean so so let's kind of start with with a little bit of perspective. Like what is boldness then? Like what what would you say being bold is? You know, I and I was been thinking about that as we've been uh uh cuz I knew this was coming and I know it's so easy to say like that's just being like confident, but I think it's a step further than mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh I I think it's it's more like just I don't say yeah, courageous, but like I just you're you're really ready to take an extra leap of faith and you're not afraid of failure. Uh, you're almost willing to endure failure uh, to an extent. I like that. Yeah. That's really good. Do you mind uh, if I piggyback off of that? Piggyback. So one thing that I think, and we, we kind of talked about this whenever we started writing this episode, um, boldness requires, from my perspective, two things. It requires a level of authenticity. Like you can be confident. You can be confident as fuck, but if it's not authentic, it comes from this place of arrogance and, and being yes. self-centered, and it, it, it it's not genuine, and it and people can detect it like immediately. And real quick, so on that, because uh-huh. yeah, confidence. So would you say, with confidence, you can be inauthentic? Oh, absolutely. Confidence isn't, totally is not a label of authenticity at all. Like people, you can be so full of yourself and 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 be so fake and. You can you might be able to get far in life that way, but is, is it a full? Is it an epic life? Right? Is is it one of fulfillment? I I don't think so personally. Yeah, because I think because yeah, if you are a confident, inauthentic person, um, at the end of the day, I think there's internal lies that you know is going on inside your body, and that will eat at you, and and people will begin to read that on you. Oh yeah, but it's not sustainable, right? Not. So yeah, to your point, I think that idea of boldness is more authentic and um and i think again people can read that too and mm-hmm. i think people would want to follow that or be a part of that yeah whether it's a group or club or anything like that mm-hmm. just or people you know and again or friend you know it's just it's uh, being bold uh like I say it's just it, it's going to create you to be someone more that people want to be around yeah and, and i think course. that's a great quality to have you know <laughs> right and i and i think another part of it another layer to being bold is is a level of, of taking risk, like taking genuine risk that promotes a a full and 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 um, enriched life, like t- taking risk for the sake of 
personal development. Yes. I think that is part of, of boldness, truthfully. And, and I know whenever we first talked about this, you had asked a really good question, which is, do I, if I believe that people are, if you're born bold, I was or about to just ask you again. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so I, I mean, if you don't mind, I'll kind of, I'll start. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, it's hard. I don't, I don't really necessarily believe that boldness is always like intrinsically in, in a person from, you know, from being born. But I do believe that it is something that it's almost like a muscle that you can flex over time mm -hmm. and it becomes uh, something that, that just becomes a reflexive part of who you are. Like I wouldn't say that whenever I was young, I was bold. Like if you, if you guys listen to the intro episode, I was a very anxious kid. Like I was, I, I battled a lot of anxiety. I was always fearful of, of death and all of these things from a very early age. And then as I got older, like I, I had social anxiety too. And then by the time I hit high school, my parents were like, who the hell is this kid that like, this is not the kid that we, we've known the past, you know, 15 years. Cause whenever I hit like 15, 16, I was in like, uh, I was in a group called natural helpers where I was always, where I was voted in by my peers because I was a great listener. So like I would, I learned how to better effectively help people. And I was in plays and musicals and I was like in, uh, forensics like i was i was in debate sick there we go <laughs> see look at that we're learning more about each other yeah. and so like all of the all of that boldness right it came from a desire to do more like i and i wouldn't say that that was inherently in me from birth like it, it, it wasn't installed in me until like i got older and i realized all of these awesome opportunities that were like right there all it took it was just a little bit of risk and a, and a little bit of willingness to say, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. But doing that was part of like a great part of my growth. And, you know, high school was a really good experience for me. It's, you know, I look back on it fondly. Um, and it was because I was, as I got older, I was able to start taking those risks. Yeah. Well, it, it, you used a great word there, growth. Um, Cause I think uh, that's really what boldness will lead to is growth. And oh, I yeah. think you kind of have to be, I don't want to say obsessed, but I mean, hell, I mean, wouldn't hurt being obsessed with growth, you know, like just continuous. Cause that's what life is. Mm -hmm. It's just a continuous growth process. Oh yeah, dude. Like, I think that's a great point and, and not to like jump back on, but I, I think it's interesting because for a while there, like no joke, I was so obsessed with the idea of growth, like about just about a year ago that I woke up and I had a checklist every day that was like, make sure to play guitar for 30 minutes, make sure to record music for 30 minutes, make sure to write write or record podcasts for 15 minutes, make sure to journal for 10 minutes, make sure to go on a walk for 20, like no joke. I had this every day. Wow. And it was, it was amazing for, I will say having that much of structure was not sustainable to like feeling like I could, you know, be in the ebbs and flows of how life works. But at the time it was monumental to how I grew as a person. Like being and it, and it took a lot of those, you know, the boldness of like, oh, I put out a podcast then for a little while and I made music for a little while and I want to get back into that, too. But like all those things, like it was it was it was it was perfect, like at the time. And it was exactly what I needed. And then I, I felt a better balance with it over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I kind of have my thoughts on there, uh, yeah. I you said something else I just made, like sparked a new question <laughs> curious ask away <laughs> curious and uh yeah what, what a what a word to use right now yeah uh but no is because again i've been thinking about that question that i you know asked you and asked myself too about like are we born with boldness or is it something you kind of grow and obtain just through taking more risk but here's what i want to challenge you and like i literally just thought of this was 
But as kids, mm-hmm. uh, babies, you know, you grow one, two, three, four, whatever it might be, uh, you are fearful. Like, or, no, you're, you are fearless. You're fearless. You, you're not afraid of falling down. You're not afraid that you're going to hit your head. You're not afraid that you can put a, a, your hand on the oven and it hurts. You might be like, oh, you learn. So th- that's where I'm like, so those are acts of boldness to an extent. Would you not agree? Or what do you think? That's a really cool question. But I, I think what, how I see this okay, is kids don't know what they don't know. They're just right. doing it. I think I think life inherently is going to be risky. Like any it, being alive is is taking a fucking risk. Like, yeah. like it, it, there's so much to being a human being, but chill, young kids. I mean, the infants and toddlers and like they do think they're, they're how the how the human brain works is it's a lot of it is mimicry. Like it, it's a lot of following like what you see. And then whenever you start making mistakes, that's whenever you can start learning from those mistakes. So, like, the boldness, I think, is a personality trait that I I would say doesn't really develop at that age. Because, mm. like, I, I don't think that there's a complex enough development in the brain yeah. for the kid for, – for, for a child to understand – risk associated with with most things like whether it be a social social situation or playing on the playground like a kid jumps off of a off of a platform on a playground like they'll learn pretty quick how gravity works like you know i mean i i broke my leg in first grade because i jumped off of a platform on a playground like and i learned pretty fast how that works and then it deterred me from doing that in the future at least without like more under more uh, confidence in my own body and that was where like boldness started to develop was like okay so i had the incident and then i kind of understood how that works black and white by and large situation and then over time as i grew older like you kind of learned oh if i'm going to jump off of this if i'm going to take that leap like there is a risk that it's going to hurt whenever i land but like you know now i have the muscle coordination or or the you know the body structure to to be able to like do a roll whenever I land or, or to be able to absorb the blow and not just like land legs locked and you know, whatever happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think that comes with, with growing, at, with like time. literally growing as a yeah. person, like not just how we grow metaphorically. And that's very well put. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like obviously yeah, like I love when you said like the babies, you know, or toddlers just don't know what they don't know. They're just doing, um, but it's kind of wild though. I've seen some, toddlers now like i don't know if they're three or four and like they're still uh it's to be pretty fearless and i just feel like they'll do anything and i maybe and it's kind of curious i wonder if like as they grow kind of curious to see where they are when they're older because if they will really embody that boldness because i feel like at least right now like they're still just confident yeah like there's i think that's interesting though because like i will say there are toddlers um you know like family members especially not that I know a lot of toddlers, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, for example, my, my girlfriend's nephew is, he just turned four, you know, one of the sweetest kids in the world. And one of the first words that I think people will use to describe him is fearless. And he's four. So like, yeah. that is interesting. Like, yeah, and, and I wish that we had someone right <laughs> nearby who could explain like the nuances of of uh, human development and and explain how that might work but i think boldness is a characteristic 
that you can, that you grow that I into. I think that does is something you grow into and you learn by doing. Like yeah. you can't become you can't be a risk taker if you don't take risks. Like, yeah. You just can't. Like you can't say I'm bold whenever you're <laughs> you're not doing anything. Like that's just not it, it's a, it's it's an almost like an action. Yeah. Right. That that's kind of how I see it. And I think as we get older we learn more about how that feels in our body like to experience the fear and then to just say fuck it and do it anyway well and that's a great segue so i'll kind of address you know the initial question of if yeah like whether i believe a you know i guess yeah you know you grow into it or if you're born with it i think it's a little hybrid i think that's where i come from but what to what you just said is um you know a memory that sticks out to me personally is when i was in eighth grade um i I was, uh, it was a history class, it was a history class, and I'll just never forget, I don't remember the ver- verbatim, but I, I remember just the overall thing that happened was, uh, and nothing, not to get political here, you know, to this, you know, div- div- divided political spectrum, but uh, I, I was grown up as a liberal Democrat, for, you know, and, uh, and uh, so yeah, that was, I was what, 13, 14 in eighth grade, and I don't know, I just felt like th- my history teacher was really kind of definitely don't want to say like brainwashing or anything, but I just felt like he was like a little one-sided and just, uh, or, or jabbing Democrats, but like promoting Republican. Do you remember like what kind of stuff was said? That's what I'm saying. I don't remember the exact stuff, okay, but, but I, what I, I what I do remember is it was enough for me to talk with my parents and they encouraged me uh, to, you know, uh, believe in what I believed in and, and speak up. And so I literally just kind of I, I set a meeting with the principal to discuss that and just let my thoughts out, you know, and just say, I don't think this is a great teaching method. This isn't history. You know, his opinions on political on politics aren't, you know, history. You know, they, they, these are current events, if anything, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll never forget that just because I don't know. You know, I was just a, like. Uh, I don't want to say I'm mindless because I was obviously I was obviously very mindful, but just you know, as a 13, 14 year old kid, just stand, stood up for what he believed in, you know. Yeah. And I think having that authentic voice, as you said, and uh, uh, just staying true to yourself, and I think that just really plays into. I heard this, I think, literally today or yesterday. It was like, if you feel something, say it. I don't know, you know, like yeah. if you feel something like that you feel is important, say it, uh, and uh, um, don't just do what you think you are supposed to do like do what you feel like yeah. you know and i think that's an important life and i think maybe that's being part of being bold and um obviously at that time i felt like that it was obviously something enough that made me want to you know do that action so yeah um and i think i don't know ever since then like it was kind of wild like again you know look back you know high school and uh and maybe this was another bold move so to speak maybe i'd get i'd be curious to get your thoughts is um you know, it's funny. I, I never really had that many friends at my high school. Um, I, I felt like my school was fairly clicky, so to speak. Um, and I just never really fit in with a click. You know, I'm just me. You know, I, I'm a very individual, individualistic person. I never really congregated to a group setting. Um, but I love people. I love meeting people. And whenever we go to the high school football games, um, I would literally – meet new people from different schools mm-hmm. and as far then i became known as the party guy because i knew all these different groups of people from different schools okay in topeka there's like six or seven main schools and i literally oh, had shit. a group i had a, i had more so of a group at every other school than a group at my own 
It was weird. Uh, yeah. Weird. But it was weird. Because, like, yeah, like, wow. I feel like my high school, they were just like, oh, I don't want to talk to the Topeka High kids or Topeka West and all that Just weird, blah stuff. It just made no sense to me. Uh, so I'd be curious, like, do you believe maybe was that an action of me being bold to just say, fuck, getting a group at my school and uh, just kind of going create and just meet new people and create new groups? Of oh, friends? yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you're also simultaneously dismantling something that I, I'd i imagine. Now, I haven't been in high school for, you know, 13 years now, 13 and a half. Um, but I, I'd imagine, like, clicks – the idea of clicks is probably kind of fading away a little bit. You think? Like, I, I, again, I haven't been in high school either again, forever. I, I get like just speak based off of how I see, and this is all perceptive from, you know, the social media is really where I get what I would get any exposure to like yeah, that yeah. age group, right? Like, you know, teenagers or early college or whatever. But it seems like because of how accepting Gen Z seems to be in terms of like, Oh, I see. It what you're seems saying. like it's just, it, Yes, people might dress certain ways and stuff, but like I feel like it, there's it's less uh, cut off. Like I feel like there's kind of like mixes where things happen a little more fluidly. Um, now again, that's all speculation. I have no idea. But yeah, as far as what you did, like that that isn't that is in fact boldness. Like mm, yeah, and, and it, 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 it's it's taking a risk and also doing what feels right to you, which is imperative. Yeah, and I always just remember thinking, like, why does no one else want to be friends with people from this school? Like, there's, mm-hmm. this, it doesn't make sense, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's bullshit and it's made up. Yeah, like, hashtag societal norms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean that that's that's well said, and um, well, no, and I think that just kind of ties into again what I just said is curiosity. You know, mm-hmm. I I I was kind of like why wouldn't someone be friends over here? Like, what's the rationale? And I, I don't know. I just think the idea of being curious just opens up so many doors. Some of the key ones that come to my mind are um, just overall, again, growth, mm-hmm. education. Um, I don't get it. I'm just fascinated with people. I fucking love people. Um, I, and I think that's why I love traveling so much and it, honestly traveling. So oh, and that dude, that's such a big part of who you are. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you yeah. like how, how that, at that part of who you are came to be. And if there was ever any apprehension or, or nervousness or anything that made you feel like you couldn't do something that now is just like such a big part of, of Donald, right? Like traveling is, like anyone who knows you, like yeah. that's who you are, man. Yeah, yeah. And you no, do it alone. It's like, very much in my DNA. It's who I am. And honestly, like, say, I, I, I no, I mean, like my first like international trip, even like by my well, my first international trip was when I was nineteen. That was with my parents. Fell in love with Spain and Portugal and just the idea of Europe. But then, just two years later, at twenty-one, I went and did a summer by myself, like nine weeks. You know, where was I, that? I, I started in London um, to do a study abroad. That was for a month, and then I backpacked by myself about another four or five weeks um, after that. And again, that was at twenty-one. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> and looking back, dude, like so, this was twenty twelve. This is I didn't have Instagram, no Snapchat. Um, Facebook was around. Um, Skype was a big thing. I haven't heard of yeah. Skype in a minute. So. No, I, I don't know how they missed the the freaking pandemic train. They were they were masters of video calls, and then yeah. somehow they, they didn't do anything whenever the whenever COVID happened. Yeah, very weird. 
And I remember, and I still have it, I think it's my parents' house, is this burner phone that's like literally the size of my palm, if not smaller. Okay. Um, it's just like a tiny – like I didn't have – I didn't even have a cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> I had my computer. Yeah, I didn't have a cell phone. That's kind of great now I'm saying this. Um, but I did it. I don't know, man. It's just like – I guess I'm very thankful that my parents did not raise me to be fearful um, and to be – open-minded um I, I will say i think honestly i i think i've become more open-minded uh, as i've gro- grown older maybe than them but like they did not dismay me for thoughts or you know ideas or questions you know yeah mm-hmm. here we are questions being yeah. curious you know yep. they encourage that um especially my dad and but yeah my mom as well like just like it's i, I feel like cause, yeah, i never felt a, a problem to ask them a question and i think again i think that's being curious allowed me to want to see more of the world. And then when you start seeing it, you'll become addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, again, if, if you're like me and you just love people, I just love learning. Again, I think with traveling solo, you really immerse yourself into a culture. And I, I, this is going to sound weird, but when I'm walking, you know, miles a day in a new city, I love just observing other people. Like if I'm walking across a park, I love just seeing people in Budapest, reading a book in a park. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just like us. I mean, it's not like they, I know, but I feel like sometimes people can be like, Oh my God, like what's it like over there? Can you eat the food? Can you drink the drink? Can you do this? Is it safe? Can you talk to people? Yeah. Like, yeah. You can do every single same fucking thing here in America. Like it's the yeah. same thing. Like, except it's just more, it can be different in a way. And you start to like understand like maybe, uh, like in Spain, they have like siesta time. Like sometimes the businesses close early for literally the business owners to go and take a nap or just relax. Um, I mean, the the parks in yeah, London were just so vast and um, encourage encourage community mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah it's just you're just fascinated with just yeah people and how they interact uh, but more so also just the, the, we we seek connection as as humans and I think the more you meet people from different cultures the more again open minded you become the more welcoming you are but then also at the end of the day the more interesting you are. I don't know about you, but I would love to meet someone that's been to, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 countries uh, and knows friends from a different dialects than someone that is just playing video games in their basement. Yeah, or uh, the, the, the person who never left their hometown. Yes. And, like, uh, you know, if uh, just a little personal side for me. Like, yeah. for a little while there, I lived, you know, I lived in a town that was – 700 people, a county of 3,200 people, very, very small in in central Kansas, right? Lived there whenever I was married for a time. And I got to say, the the amount, of, the, the sheer lack of, of understanding there, like the close-mindedness that I, that I know, that I witnessed time and time again. Like I, I was the weirdo because I was a, I was a liberal living there. No. Yes, like, and so to 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 have lived in a place like that where you you see it, like you see people who have not experienced the world, and everything comes from a place of uh, a place of misinformation, a place of uh, of no experience, and a place of fear. Fear, that's the big one, man. And it all feeds a narrative that is just completely toxic, man. And when you meet, and also like when you meet new people, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like you for me at least, you can kind of read fear on them. 
you can read fear despite maybe something some things they say or the way they view some things and to be honest i don't know and and again, I know I'm not perfect or anything, but just it's just me being me. It's like I don't, I don't know if I want to be around those people. I don't want to be around fearful well, people. I'll you know? say that you know, like the time out there, I'm grateful for the time I had out oh, there. Oh yeah, I learned a lot about who I was uh, whenever I was there. But I'm glad that I don't live there anymore for a multitude of reasons. And one of those would be just realizing how how vitriolic the the narrative is around and then you just kind of look at the quality of life like i don't know like yeah like are are, are they happy like, or is it just i think so i mean oh. I, I i think they are like in their own world in their own world like i just i see the benefit the the, the huge advantage of, of understanding that other people have lives that are complex and and yep. different and, and how they were shaped and their cultures might be different than ours now you know it doesn't mean that some cultures won't clash like that's just part of how human beings work but like to to come at any any person of a different of, of a different place or a different race or whatever is just it, it's it is so non-human for me to like yeah like it, it becomes this this weird tribal thing that just transcends like what it means to be a human being like in part of of, of of a globe of people and not just like a small community of people like we're more than that yeah we're more ex it, boom right there man yeah like see i think that's the big thing when i'm traveling is i see that we are all one we really are yeah. we all love we all want to seek love we all want to seek community community um comfort happiness no one wants to be angry. No one wants to be hateful and spiteful. And but it's easier, though. It is easier. I think that's why it happens, is a lot of people get jaded. Yeah. And, and honestly, to just kind of bring it back to the theme, people stop remaining curious. Yep. Like. Well, and on that, uh, again, you have great pivot back, because I wanted to say that um, I heard this the other day, and it just, it just fucking hit me, was because I, I felt it. I felt like this is me. Um Someone was saying like that it, you people need to start being naturally inquisitive because they want to learn as opposed to asking questions so they can validate themselves. And that just. Did you send me something about that? I, I think I said it to you. I, the okay, other I was going to yeah. say that sounds really familiar and I thought it was really good. <laughs> Dude, yeah, because I just think. And, I, and when I'm traveling, I feel like I am the former. I feel like I am. I want to learn about this culture's food, their drink, their their habits, their rituals, their whatever this might be. Um, I want to know everything. Because, then again, I just have this innate love of people <laughs> um, and just constantly learning. Um, but I, I don't want to just validate myself. Yeah, like, and I, I, and I feel like I do see that out there uh, in, in today's day and age. And I think it's just, I feel like, you know, that it's just a, like, that's not open-mindedness that's just like i want again to validate my beliefs and thoughts but i don't want to hear anyone else and i'm like i think in order to live the epic life to strive for more success in life and at different areas of life you've got to be that willingness to be curious to hear other opinions well it takes a i mean i'm just going to keep 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 it thematic it it it's being bold right yeah it is it's being bold to say this is what I know. This is what's comfortable. 
over here is something totally new. I have to let go of some ideas of what I know to be able to even slightly assimilate and, and like with cultural norms, like you go to a different country and, and how they eat food or how they, um, or, 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 you know, just pleasantries and, in, in greeting people like they're going to be different and like you will very quickly understand that how we do things isn't necessarily how they do things and we're both right in our own we're way, both but, but don't, right but whenever you're there it's it's good to understand that you want to respect what they do mm-hmm. right and and you got to let go of what you're comfortable with yeah it's wild i don't yeah wow so well put man you are a wordsmith my friend Thanks, <laughs> Well, as we kind of wrap this up, um, this has been phenomenal, by the way. I, I really hope a lot of people got a lot of value out of this. I, I think this is uh, – these really we really unpacked that why these are two critical pillars to, you know, living the oh, epic life. I like life. that word, pillars. That's and good. <laughs> um, just living a, a better life and more enriched life. Um, but this is a new segment that uh, we're going to kind of introduce. So – I'll start, but if you're able to also, you know, lend a example uh, in the past, you know, week or two, sure. uh, you know, feel free to uh, share. But I wanted to introduce this new segment. Uh, don't have a name for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, uh, we're still innovating, but no, this is where I, I really want to, because I, 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 something happened the other day, and it really made me think and reflect on. I want to share this with people and I really want uh, people to maybe on their day-to-day life, you know, look back at, as the week went on um, or the day went on and just like, did I do this? Um, but I, cause I'm really trying to be more cognizant of this uh, cause I think it can just add value to your life and just and make you look at life in a different lens, which I think is very important. Oh yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. The other day um, I, so little preface here so a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago at my apartment complex there was like this chili cook-off fall festival and there was this guy um, i'd never seen him around Uh, i could tell that he worked there he's so he's new to working at the apartment complex and he was wearing these really loud fancy pants checkered pants it was awesome Uh, (laughs) for the people that know me or people don't know me i love loud clothes um and uh he was also wearing an arm sling so didn't ask him anything obviously i'm assuming he broke his arm you know uh, a commented on his pants, though. Great pants. <laughs> and I've seen him periodic over the past couple months as well and never thought anything of it. I went into my office, my leasing office, the other day, and I was like, oh, I see he's still in his sling. So I literally go, hey, I forgot his – I don't know if I've even gotten his name yet, unfortunately. But uh, I, I was like, hey, oh, so you're still in the sling. Is the is the arm close to healing? And he goes, no, man, it's uh, it's like never going to heal. And – uh, I was like, oh, shit, like, what? what's wrong? And apparently about nine or ten years ago, this gentleman had uh, gotten a really bad motorcycle accident and broke some nerves in his back and his spine that connect to his arm, his right right arm. And uh, uh, he cannot move it anymore. And oh, I, I, was, I was just taking it back. I was like, oh, this is not just a broken arm. Like, right. you know, I was just uh, really blown away. Um, and but then he continued to share and this is also I want to I'm going to say here when people are talking to you and you can tell that they are sharing something that means something to them listen if there's something I've also learned over the past handful of years is we've become I feel like 
pretty bad listeners. And if there's something that we as humans, what do you even like to do? You like to share your stories. So how respectful and awesome would it be if someone were to listen for your stories? So just, you know, treat what is the golden rule, do as yeah. you would be, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I really wanted to – I could tell he wanted to talk, so I was there to listen. And um, he shared the story about how he got hurt. Uh, it was a motorcycle accident. Honestly, basic, he said that the doctor said he was lucky to be alive. He was going 90, um, got oh hit God. on a turn. Um, and, yeah, he had, like, uh, brain bleeding as well. Like, the fact that he's still even functioning is just it's, – it's like, oh, he can't move his arm. That's it. Like, he can do everything else. But uh, he – but what was wild is it's – so he said he got it. He got the injury when he was 19 or 20. First couple of years – 19 to 21 or so he was like just massive depression i mean how would you not you know oh, you can't yeah. you can't move your arm uh mm-hmm. and uh, and he'd go to walmart you know other daily things and people would be like so he wasn't wearing the sling and and but he's has all these groceries in one arm and people are probably like why are you know why aren't you using your other arm well he can't you know and little do they know um, so he just uses the sling to kind of mask any other questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, he said he, I mean, obviously he felt like he wanted to kill himself and all these oh other things just really bad, but his motivator out of that depression was, um, he saw his dad, his dad, who's in his late fifties, early sixties has MS and he saw his reaction to, how he was handling his MS and just like, you know, bumble, uh, fumbling pills or water bottles or whatever it might be food. Um, and just became very, very angry and just not someone you probably want to be around, even though it's his dad. Uh, he's just like, I, I don't want to be like that. And so around 21, 22, he's like, he completely changed his mindset. And to an extent, I guess you could say he embraces, you know, he, this is who I am. I'm going to, I'm going to learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's wild because there's some other people I know that have incurred disabilities that were completely out of their realm. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's happened. But this guy, obviously he knows he did a dumb mistake going 90 on a motorcycle, you know? Uh, but he, 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 he was in a dark place and he got out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I, I made the comment because I, just truthfully believed it because even the first day I, I met him loud pants you know <laughs> uh when, when people wear loud pants i just feel like you're a loud fun guy mm-hmm. but i am like dude whenever uh, i would have never known this guy had a disability because he radiates he radiates so much positivity wow and so i shared that with him mm-hmm. but i was so thankful i was beyond thankful that he shared that with me his experience and so um I guess, like, say, this new segment is uh, really – it's more so, I guess we could say reflection. We'll still come with a name on it. But, yeah. <laughs> um, reflect on an interaction you might have had with a complete stranger uh, that might have that, you know, either added value to your life or, you know, you added it added to his or their life. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, like, say – because I believe the, the point of this segment is – it's encouraging you to talk to strangers mm-hmm. and strangers aren't bad people. There's people out there that are looking to connect with your positivity, your wonderful human, you know, soul. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really do believe everyone out, out there has 
wonderfulness and kindness to share. And, um, but again, I, I just think there's so many people out there. There are, I know there are so many people out there wanting to share their struggles or their day or whatever it might be. Um, so if you could be that person that listens a little bit more and just, uh, yeah, share some time with that person. And I don't know, like say, maybe just yeah, email us uh, and reflect on an interaction you might've had in the past week that I was so thankful for that waiter. I was so thankful for that bartender. I was so thankful for that Uber driver. That was a great conversation um, because it's really gonna, it's a, it's the small things mm-hmm. um, that add up that you really reflect that when you start viewing and start focusing on those small things, you're just going to live a more enriched life. Oh um, yeah. That's but, great, dude. I love that. Yeah. Well, uh, that might've been long, I, but yeah, I, I, yeah. it's a new segment. Again, we're still working on a, on a title for it, but yeah, I don't know, Jeremy, like, has there been anyone in the past week that, you know, you've noticed, you know, either you've were in a discussion with them that they may have shared something random or, or you noticed like, wow, I was very thankful for that service of any kind. I don't know anything come to your mind at the top of your head. Sorry so, to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, you're okay. So like a lot of my job is is remote, right? So like I don't have a whole lot of experience face-to-face with people throughout the week. Um, so sadly, I don't have a whole lot to contribute to that this week. However, what I'm going to in the interim call understanding your attitude of gratitude, okay? That's what I'm going to say in terms of how – Ooh. What? So attitude of gratitude. Yeah. I like that. Oh, thanks. So like how you've been talking, it reminds me that this can also be extended to yourself too. Like you can give yourself the space. If you're going through a hard time too, give yourself the space to be vulnerable with your, with someone or even be, learn to be a little more vulnerable with yourself and and really listen to, to what your mind or your soul or your body needs to, you know, if you need more rest, if you need – you know, more like something as simple, simple as hydration, you know, stuff like that. If you're able to really tune in to to anybody, including you, and give yourself that space to to just be a person and be vulnerable, um, and, and you start to look at things from a place of gratitude, you'll be able to learn even from your own self. So, like, I'll say, as weird as it is, but I'm going to say it anyway because this is what we're going to do. Like, I've learned a lot from me in the past week, like going through a lot of my anxiety, um, like I had a lot of health anxiety about uh, basically recently getting diagnosed with hypothyroidism, which isn't the end of the world, but it was an adjustment for me that I'm still working on. But I gave myself the space to like start appreciating what I can do here forward. And that has really changed like my outlook and my percept- perspective that I that has been a complete 180 of what I've experienced like the past three months that has just been um, honestly just exhausting. So like um, if you, if you can do that, whether for yourself or, or just as importantly for other people, like and, and see what you can do for them, what they can do for you, how we can all help each other, then you will be on the way to that epic life that we obviously believe in more than fucking anything. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, th- I thank you for sharing that. I, that, um, I, you know, talking with you the other day, I totally know what you're saying. So I really appreciate you sharing that with, uh, us and everyone um and thanks for listening yeah no absolutely absolutely brother but no wow what what an episode uh really appreciate everyone tuning in um more than likely this will be released 
after the holidays. Yes. Uh, but uh, it is the holiday, so we're still going to go ahead and say it. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Have Happy a New Year. Great Christmas, guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. And again, um, if you need anything or if you have anything you want us to talk about, uh, just send an email to theepiclifemedia at gmail.com. Or if you are friends of ours and want to shoot us a text or call us, um, we'll always listen. Anyway, love you guys very much.